welcome back. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Wow. Still need to work on that. I know. Um. Anyway, who are you? Travis. Uh, this is Kareem. And this is one hit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what are we here to talk about today? Um. How people kind of use like, you know, like they have excuses for their bad behavior in life, and how you know a lot of them use like the the mental illness. Why is yes? There you go. Why is the mental illness card the ultimate weapon? That's the best way to put it, in my opinion, because. For me, in my experience, I remember growing up, mental illness is something that was very revered. Like, you didn't really talk a lot about it, but you knew of it. And you knew that it was something that people dealt with, but it was always, like, such this, you know, like, such misinformation on it. You know, you, we always kind of, like, criminalized or looked down upon that person who was, you know, exhibiting signs of mental illness or whatever. And it almost seemed like, you know, it was a thing taken seriously, something that you really felt empathy for and sympathy for and people that exhibited those signs. Now, I just find myself almost kind of seeing this whole, you know, younger generation or waves of younger generations and, and my generation and, you know, those even before me, in a sense, you know, slightly before me. Like, what is it, Gen X? <laughs> Sorry for everyone else listening right now. They're probably before you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gen X. <clears throat> yeah, so my millennial ass is showing right now. But even them, like, it, it's kind of, we've seen, yes, there's, you know, this, like, a whole series of things that are absolutely traumatic to the average person. I mean, right? We create this mass trauma, right? This psychosis that has been put upon a whole group of people. And and with every major event that goes on, every tragedy, whatever, we get shocked and traumatized by that. And then it also instills fear into us because life has now showed us that there's a lot more death and despair around us than we thought. Like, it's not just your white picket fence house and your day-to-day -day routine. Like, there's actual real, real it's conflict. Almost, it's almost kind of like we've been taught uh, a, a, a utopia-type reality of the world or something where it's yeah. not necessarily the truth. Like, we weren't taught through the semester, is what you're saying. No, we were not. Kind of like we were all, you know, went through, you know, high school and whatever, and, you know, and, you know, yeah. all these career tests, and they said, oh, you need to do this, and, um, or, and, you know, this job here averages this much money, but it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's, and that's kind of going to the education system, which is not really, I mean, kind of what we're discussing today. It's not necessarily, it's a contributor to the overall system, right? The system is what keeps the average person down, right? Now, there are circumstances where people get, you know, lucky, or they, you know, give a trade-off of sorts. I mean, that, take that how you will. Or there's, you know, people that actually genuinely work hard, and that's the capitalist... Excuse me. Oh, that's the that's the carbonation. There's an aspect of people that do work hard and they're actually, you know, they earn the things that they worked hard for, but it's as as common as it is, and I, and I completely, like, am inspired by those types of people that can really just do the system, right? They can work the system in their favor because they actually work it. Like, they work hard for it. Yeah. I, I am so inspired by those people, but I just feel like it's not a sustainable. A lot of that is they were you know, individuals looking at just I, I don't know if you measure in success or not, yeah. but more of like those individuals were somewhat lucky at times. Also, like yes, the hard work plays into it, but yeah. you have to be in the right space in the right. Yeah, place of course, with like you know the right contacts and you know uh, branching, networking, those things like things like that. Like yeah, of course that that comes along with. It comes along with, you know, you having to have a personality still and still being social. You can't just be a trained dog and then expect to, like, 
not still work on your humanity, right? As a person, you, you know, you still have to have natural forms of expression. You can't just be someone not exposed to contact, you know, in all forms, right? It's, yeah. it's odd. It's odd that like people just can be in one way. And I feel like I've always been in my own sense, kind of balanced because I, I felt like I didn't want to just do the whole 12 years of school, you know, actually more than that. Cause I got held back twice in kindergarten and first grade, but that's cause of speech impediment. Anyway, I feel like who wants to repeat doing the same thing over and over again? You kind of want to be able to like live the American dream and be, maybe like be creative enough to like start your own business, be an entrepreneur, which of course is okay if you're successful in it and people won't necessarily look down upon you. But there's so much competitiveness in every field out there in the world. It has been since I was a teenager growing up, knowing that I would have to go it's to college. It works because like the whole online digital technology type piece kind of complicated things more right you know it, it's easier to almost to start up a business today than where it was and exactly. that's a very good start, exactly as in but there's a lot more competition out there versus where i think you know it was think of how many people were killed their dreams were killed their salary their salary killed their dreams because they were so driven in by the money how good corporate money was that they stuck there and as opposed to now seeing how in reality there's a lot of competitiveness now it all along showed that the person when pushed to survive i mean not saying that it's the best lifestyle to live but when you have to be creative who knows how successful you can be how how advanced you can be you know that you let free minds think and create and i'm not saying this has to be for everyone it should just not be looked down upon people that like me chose a different path where I just didn't, I went to college for years. I just didn't finish any specific majors. That, that goes back to the, the original topic where, you know, you were kind of, you kind of felt like you were forced to go to school. Yeah. That the expectation of the world is that you have to go into higher education to be successful. And, and, and that goes back to the whole education side of not being able to, they're, they're not looking at all the different trades. They're right. saying college degree or failure. You know, and that we're kind of, you know, in it. In, but I think the other piece of that is, is that I think our parents are not just our parents, but our teachers and things like that. They they all said, you know what, Travis, you can to be anything you want to be and anyone. And I think what that did was as a society over the years is it yeah. boosted egos where people started becoming entitled. And I think this ties back into that whole mental illness thing where we use it as a card all the time because we can say you know what i can do this it's it's it's, it's it, we we focus a lot of things towards ourselves me yeah. uh, what do i want what do you know we use that day to day and we have to in my mind be cautious of that um i don't i kind of spun things around in circles here no you're fine i think for the most part it kind of I guess because I probably stemmed away from the overall general topic of this uh, episode that I think both of them tie in together. So yeah, it's all contributors. It's, it's contributors. It's multifaceted. It's not just one route that makes people feel like where I'm trying to get to the overall premise of that people use the mental illness card as the ultimate weapon. How I tie all those or some of the contributor contributing factors to people kind of maybe mentally having struggles. I mean, there's many examples you can give, but I guess those are two really prevalent ones. I think that well, we've talked about some of them in the past in episodes, you know, like with, you know. Yeah, I'm sure we've we've touched base. The narcissist, you know, that you yeah. know, is out. So I think where I'm trying to get to is not necessarily the contributing factors, but how it's now hard to differentiate if someone actually has had a buildup of traumas or just severe trauma 
that has led them to just seriously have actual mental illness versus it just being a trend or a get out of jail card or a get out of taking like accountability card. Use, like you like, yeah. And it's such a sensitive subject because you don't want to ever question someone that's saying that because you know there could be some truth behind it. So like it's sensitive, like and then. Like, but when is when is when is when is that mental illness, whether it's there or not, and it could be legitimized or not, even if it's necessarily shown in small amounts. Why does that necessarily get someone out of it? Like it shouldn't, because I think we're all dealing with shit, and I think sometimes you we have, have to stop. Enough to your personal accountability is. That... But that's where I was talking about. They these these are the people that I'm specifically referencing that exist as disguisers, hijacking something actually quite disgusting to hijack. Like in fact, maybe they do have mental illness because they're hijacking like actual people that are struggling with severe mental illnesses and they're trying to get help and they're trying to actually be mm -hmm. functional people. And then there's the crazy people that are actually just acting a fool because they want to get their way. I don't think that's necessarily mental illness. I think there's a difference between someone who can't really necessarily be cognitive versus someone who's clearly cognitive and someone who's clearly responsive and someone who's clearly aware to a degree when they're called out of what they're doing only to mm -hmm. debate and fight why they're actually mentally ill and why it's wrong. I don't think mentally ill people are going to debate and fight with you why they're mentally ill and they should be respected. I think for the most part, they're going to either be medicated, and if they're not medicated, I'm sure they're going to probably try to know a mantra or something that they have tried to accurately work hard on to walk away from the situation. And guess what? If they have not done that, and there truly is a fight and an argument, then maybe someone has to just be the mediator and see what the hell is really going on and stop it. Do you think... Yeah, but, it's tough to distinguish between the two. Like, I don't think it's that not. tough. I don't think it's that well, tough. Why? Well, like, you have to see. I think you have to see a person's body language, a person's, you know, their 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 overall irateness. Like, what what is it? Where is it fused in? Where is it? Where is it like stemming from? But do you think that someone could just not be aware of what they're even doing? I'm not saying a mentally ill person's going to literally argue like, with I'm someone. Saying, like, and, people use it as an excuse as in, oh, I'm sorry, like, I just have a lot going on, like, you know, I'm just not mentally present, like, are they just using it as an excuse of, like, they're just not paying attention? Listen, I, I have I have my own traumas, right? I have my own thing, but I don't like to consider myself with my traumas, all these severe things that happen to me as necessarily mental illness. I want to say more of that you know, and people can argue that trauma is obviously mental illness, which, yeah, I guess it is. But where I don't see it as mental illness to the point where I'm not taking accountability for my actions because I'm so cognitive enough, I'm aware enough. It's like, how do you measure awareness, right? How do you measure that? Because now I think it's under the guise. I don't I don't think as many people are as there are in the world and everyone's claiming they have mental illness, I don't think that we're all so mentally ill that we can't function to the point where we can't take accountability because then anyone can just pull that card and they have been doing that now. Maybe that's what I'm saying. I'm like, growing I think up. Some people just kind of use it as in, in like, you know, I remember like my parents, I'm like, how was your day? Oh, it was good. Like it was bad. You know, like people use like, it's a bad day as in I'm just not in a mental, like good place right now. Like, I think they're almost using it like they are. They are. They, they totally you know, are. I feel more sorry for them, but I think at this point, I'm like, if someone tells me that their mind's just not in a good place, I'm just going to translate it as in, you know, they're just having a horrible day. It's okay to feel sorry for people that they would stoop to such a low part of humanity to 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 take advantage of something that clearly is a sensitive topic and something that should be completely legitimized and have has should have always been legitimized, but now it's weaponized, and that's the problem. It's sad that we live in a world where everything is so sensitive and touchy, 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 and oh, this can't be. This offends me. This offends me. This offends me. You want? You know what? Let me put it on them. It offends me that people are so offended by every little thing in the world right now. 
Like, I remember growing up and I was able to laugh about the insults I got for just being of Syrian and Palestinian descent. Like, I remember just hearing the wrath of people growing up. And I always kind of just like said, you know what, if I can laugh at it and I can joke with it and see that as long as it's equally shared in the world and pop culture equally, you know, jokes around with every ethnicity or race or walk of life, then I can laugh at myself too. And I thought that taught me how to actually take it with stride. Kind of a fine line though because it's like you know it, yes there's some things that are not sensitive or just like stupid things we all make mistakes type thing you know right, right, right. like um but there's some things i think that are actually hurtful and i think it's it, it we have also i think lost sight of weighing that out like when do you make fun of someone because of something just because it's a joke and we're friends and brother sister whatever and when do we just like kind of like when you own the power yeah not everyone's that strong not everyone is that you know yeah, able to work through that but like not as strong as maybe you are no i know that that's what i said I, I have to understand that too like not everyone is the same way granted and that's fine but i don't think those things i don't think those things for me and you know what i'm i'm gonna re- kind of just like not retract what i'm saying but more or less try to like understand why is that when humor has made so many people come together and laugh about their own cultures and their own religions and walks of life why is it that when we see such a mass level of bonding which is what causes these stand-up comedy sketches or movies to even become successful or even to be made to begin with is because there's clearly a lot of support behind it because enough people can you know, universally agree that it's all just entertainment to like laugh at humanity as a whole. Why is it there's some rotten apples that almost make it seem like they're so? It almost makes me feel like they're narcissistic and they're weaponized. They're weaponized to the idea of being a victim. They, they love it. It's almost like it's almost like their card of getting attention. So in a way, yes, it all still could technically be mental illness worthy I of. It, I guess that's if, if they come on the defensive of what you're making fun of them over. Or are on that side, but I think how I'm seeing and how I'm listening, and this could be completely not what you're referring to. Okay, but I'm seeing like I, I was kind of like in in and raised as in like you shouldn't make fun of people. Like it it brings people down. It's those type of things. It's not necessarily like you own your mistakes internally. Like yeah. yes, I have my problems. I own my problems and I fix them and I laugh internally. But it shouldn't be, I don't think you should ever make anyone turn into, not a mockery, but joke at someone and, and like, you think it's okay and you think that person should think it's okay. But if they're not comfortable with it, I don't think that's necessarily, you know, like, right in my mind to, to joke after something, is, you know. No, of And I course. don't know if I took it a different direction than where you were, but no, that's kind of, of where course. I think headed. if a comedian, like, reads the room, I think they're they're kind of right. They're, like, leading. A comedian's different because those individuals are going there, so if the comedian decides to make fun of something. But that's what we're seeing. But, but that's what we're seeing. Have you not seen how, okay, now how there's right. a bunch of, like, reels or whatever Instagram calls it and TikToks that show like comedians now basically like saying what is going on we can't even like have a sketch without people literally walking off or yelling at us like you're at a comedy show what are you talking like what are you doing here then it's almost kind of like why do you think a lot of these movies are not even you know run on tv anymore there's a lot of movies that would never fly today because they're considered you know uh cultural appropriation or racially charged or whatever have you but it's like that's what is supposed to take the power away from insecurities because we're seeing that everyone is going through that what you're seeing there is that 
um, the, the the government has more censorship than what we actually know about, and, and some of that where because they're weaponizing weaponizing victimhood. Why, why why I'm saying that is is that you know streaming services don't have to necessarily abide by what is publicly broadcast because people subscribe to Netflix. They're signing up for it so they don't have to. You know, and that's where you see things going off. And of course, where now everyone's kind of having their own choice. to. But when you watch primetime television, you never saw any of that so-called vulgar or... Oh, yeah, thing. you did. Yeah, you did. It's more censored, though, because the government, can, like the, the FCC... But it, it, it doesn't matter if it's more censored now. We have to look at the, the bigger picture here. Since when were we a nation of a bunch of weenies? Like, when were we a nation of a bunch of people that were feeling bad for themselves and... We're constantly telling everyone, I'm mentally ill. I'm having a bad day. Don't talk to me. Oh, my God. Like, because those are the buzzwords going on. And yeah. People with pain are, are roped up into social media, and that's what it tells them. Every, it's like a trend. It's a trend to just be like, let me put a confessional on Instagram of all my emotions, all the things I struggled with. And then it's always, it's always someone with watery eyes or someone looking off into the distance. And you know what? Because all they're guess doing what? Attention. And guess what? And the reason why I'm speaking of this is because I may have been probably doing the same thing. Like, I actually know I was probably doing the same thing. because. I remember I would feel like this almost artistic um, ego where it's like, oh, Instagram is promoting these beautiful filters and these filters all over you make you feel more sophisticated because you went from MySpace to Facebook to now Instagram and you have these amazing it filters. You a, a false reality back to when, how we were first talking yeah. about that with the education world, you know, and past generations has basically said this is if you work hard do all this you can create this image for yourself but social media is it's the illusion it's the illusion which we all know now it's it's i think those buzzwords as well has kind of been trendy as well to talk about how like oh you're anti-social media oh like you know i, I think social media is a, a joke but i'm gonna still use it to kind of promote myself but it's like, like, well, i still want to stay connected with the friends and family i'm like no but at the same time it's like that's that's the hustle in some people, the hustle in that everyone is kind of trying to climb this ladder of of success in any means necessary. And social media is that tool to do so, right? It's that platform to do so. But at the same time, like it gets so convoluted and 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 straight away from what humans are supposed to be. And that's Yeah, because we we follow all these random accounts and, and it's catered to us of lavish vacations that people are going on and and things like that. And then people are like, why can't I do that? And then we just, we just like became like these cattle essentially, right? That saw another cow get like a mountain of hay forever. And the cow other cows are like, wait, what the fuck? How did he get all that hay? And the other cows are like, the other cows are like, move? No, no, the other cows are like pissed off and they're like, yeah, let's fuck this motherfucker up. Or, or, or they get depressed and they don't eat grass and they all starve themselves or they overeat grass and then they're not healthy. And, and then now, next thing you know, they're all dead. And this one person or committed suicide and the one person had all the hay actually realized that it wasn't his actual hay. It was just far in the distance and it was hay that got delivered and his little stack was right above it because it's all an illusion. It's not real. Do you have? cow trauma in the past no i'm saying that i feel like humans are like cattle like we all kind of had a simple job which is just to like live and just we are kind of and like in, exist in a mentality where the people above us the people with more power the people with more money we, they kind of create the life that we should so-called live and they come follow well, us and we kind of do well that's what that's that's what i'm saying I, I think humans are always meant to be free spirited people but we've become cattle right that see the illusion and we're like like if we're gonna I think we become this way i think we've always been this way i know but i'm man no i think i think because mm, same thing back to like early i think people, there was a rebellious Americans. nature in people all the time i no, think i'm saying native americans and everything else we always followed something or someone as saying you must 
like just organizational like no, there was a bunch of tribes that killed each other. What are you talking about? Yeah, but then that's because one tribe leader told the other tribe leader that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like one leader can lead whether it's a hundred or two hundred or even thirty. Yeah, like it doesn't. Underneath are still following this herd mentality. Yes, 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 not, yes, and no. Yes, in the sense that yeah, maybe on a smaller scale, but I don't think I don't think we're kind of comparing different things. I'm trying to talk about more how people as a whole. Like this many people on a wide scale like this should never be controlled by a small amount of people that essentially dictates how we're able to be fed but knowledge. The people underneath are following always the people on top. So, like, if you look back in early days when the world was formed, those early the, the, there's always been. But why? But why should one? People. Why should one small group of people have so much power over that many people? I don't. Well, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that we've been like this since man has. Been so born. obviously, as the population has gotten bigger in the world, I guess it's just increased, which is like. And I think what it is is about. as the world advanced, the elite, the government, those get that technology first. They make it a norm. They make it a status. They make people want it, and then the the like uh, lower levels. But isn't that scary at... to think that like okay, we're always taught humans are f- like free and wildly spirited, right. and we we have creative imaginations that we can do whatever we put our mind to. But if you think about it, are we just kept in this bubble, like this, like like this zone? There's still rules. There's still you know law. There's still that. So essentially, that is the bubble. <laughs> The more you know. No, it's 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 so it's so like profound to think that we are in a sense really in an enforced simulation, whether we believe it or not. It 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 is like a literal simulation because everything is kind of like a test, right? Everything is test and trial, trial and tribulation. Like anything the government tests on their people. All oh, Mars is cat food dispensed. Anyways, so all, all the uh, squirrel, squirrel, all the. Uh, all the things that we're doing is actually so crafted to some degree, right? There's there's a wide variety of TVs out there. There's a wide variety of this. There's a, everything is curated and crafted for our consumption. Whether there's a hundred different combinations, thousands of different combinations, millions of different combinations of what a person will take that's put out there for us to consume, it's still regulated by a higher power. Right. That's there's actually like there's not an, an entity of God like, or a God or anything like that. The beginning of like the bubble is just like it's just standards like in inches an inch like who the hell decided what the inch was like it's it's controlled down to everything you look at so it's always Wild. been around weird is what i'm like yeah. it's it, i don't i think what we're seeing today is it's different than where it was 20 years ago because of social media yeah. is is influencing maybe at a faster rate Versus twenty years or ago, or just at a more exposed rate, or or that that too, because yeah. you can get information out very very quickly today. I nothing know, goes by, you know. Nothing can be like covered up almost because it, information is free so freely. But it's like I'm, what I'm saying is it, it, it's just presented different. It's always been here. Look, I feel like we got all this like freedom to be expressive and put all this information out there of us only for it to kind of be like still exposed um information but now your voices are slightly getting more and more choke hold but choke held kind of need this border no. in this bubble no. because then you have chaos and mm. chaos in theory does never work i don't care who's to who's to contain the chaos if the chaos is is Drunk still part of Chaos. No, I'm not talking about chaos like like violence or danger. Danger. I'm talking about chaos and more like let humans be creative. Let the let the kids draw on the walls. Let the adults talk. Let the adults talk. Let them debate. Let them learn. Let them have conversations. Let them have wild conversations. Let them be free 
like let them have free speech let them be free spirited in that sense you at least and have and to have people have some type of free freedom within themselves and then at the same time you know what they do say and what they do do if, if there <laughs> is something wrong then they have to be held to that there you go and i'd rather hold someone accountable than have someone not like not in a good mental state as a card back yeah i'd rather someone be held accountable by free speech than someone who you know is silenced and then you create people that have just fucking hatred to the point where it manifests into physical violence because we've seen that where there's all these campaigns to stop this stop that because when you actually do that you campaign for a whole ethnicity to be actually highlighted as oh this is what we should be mad at this is the person we should be mad at this is the person we should blame it's almost as if i don't know we're keeping racism on life support in this country because we constantly talk about how different we all are from each other how everyone needs to be seen and heard in different ways how how these people you know are targeted this way and this person's not targeted this way it's like everything is so like weaponized then there's 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 only two sides of the puzzle and i think that's well no i'm saying no i know presented to us as there's only two sides of the puzzle right as in it's yes or no regardless of what the issue is it's so polar and they're they're trying to force like voters choose this side or this side like there's no because they're trying to capitalize off the the people that are kept low for votes for votes they want to make the people feel heard that are the discriminated ones the ones that have nothing the ones that are are living off the government the ones that need us government assistance the ones that take advantage of government people regardless these people are advocating for you the under the guys that they care for you because they feel as though as, as long as they keep you low and they can keep the mass general population low you're gonna listen to whoever is gonna sound like they're selling you the best possible narrative for you mm-hmm. and if other people say no get off your ass at work and it actually sounds harder for you to exist to like ex- acknowledge that dynamic and you rather have the comfortable life that you're living because you're still capable but you've been conditioned to feel bad for yourself and never persevere past your your you know low standards of life and living you're going to now give the people that are keeping you down all the power and you'll always be kept down for generations and generations and maybe a lucky few will get out and and move past that conditioning and want to have success for themselves. But there's too many of those people feeling bad for themselves and they're going to be kept low. And I'm one of those people that kept myself low for a long time. I've been in that situation at times, whether, you know, whether it's sexual orientation or, you know, race or ethnicity or anything like that. It, it, we've all kind of felt bad or not liked something about ourselves, and I think the important piece of it is is that you just have to own it. You have to say this is who I am, and just kind of you know, not use it as an excuse. I guess is what I'm getting at. You know. Yeah, we've all we've uh, for the most part. I hope for the most part because I think as important as 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 much as it sucks to go through trauma or to go through anything that sucks, right? You still need it. You need the contrast to know what the other side means and mm-hmm. to validate the other side things. Um you know, I'd rather I mean everyone should experience some type of shit, right? And hopefully that shit makes them think, oh shit, I'm gonna work, you know, tirelessly and as long as it takes to be the best version of myself. And to not make excuses because it's the easy way out. Because the easy way out you think is easy, but it's going to actually be a really cold and hard life for you when you realize that that mental illness is going to be an actual convinced mental illness. You're going to validate that mental illness and actually let it dictate you and take over you. And I'm not saying that this is a F you to people that are medicated that need it. I completely understand the circumstances of which people need it. And I am no one to... Those are different, you know... And I'm no one to truly be a judge at the end of the day. I think 
my opinions come with passion because I think it, it just, I want to inspire people to ask themselves in their day-to-day life, am I maybe making my life worse for myself? Am I sabotaging myself? Reference one of the earlier episodes. Or am I sabotaging myself? Am I making things worse for myself? Am I, am I not, am I being the best version of myself? Am I proud of myself? Will I be proud of myself down the road? Will I look back at this and think I could have done more? Just ask yourself those questions and try to make some bit of a difference. And as long as you're able to find the peace in people, you are able to hopefully articulate and navigate yourself and the other person in a conversation. You can make anything a free speech, something notable and beautiful because it's still what is freedom within the, the person, right? Yeah. As much and freedom as we can have. The piece of that is, is that, you know, also listen to the other side as well, as just as much as in. Of course. Like, and that's what free speech is about. Yep. But there's a lot of people forget about that. That we think of free speech as in, yes, I can speak, but are we also listening? And I think that's part of free speech that people often forget about. Yeah. We, we don't take the time of our day. We say, me, 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 me. We, it's my issue, my issue, my issue. But are we listening to the opposite side and what their issues are? Because they're just as equally important almost. Of course, right. And I think I'd rather probably almost hear my opposer or the or the person that I'm quote unquote offended by or, so, or, or being attacked by or whatever it is. Because it challenges yourself. Yeah. Here's something different. Yeah. And and, 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 and and when you get challenged, it does it has there's two outcomes here. The, the, you know, the first outcome is it reaffirms what you believe in if yeah. you're challenged. Yeah. Or you might be convinced as in, you know what, I might be slightly wrong. And that's okay as well. And that that's a part of growth, I think. But listening without automatically debating in your head and coming up with a response is also something that I urge people to just be a little bit more mindful that when you do things like that, you may not actually be listening and getting the full point and the full context of what they're saying. You might actually, in your in your own head, be so argumentative and be so ready to come at that person that you're actually not really listening. You're looking more so to just win it comes to ego yeah so try not to debate i guess to make it easy i think that was a long-winded answer to make it really clear just don't have an ego when you're debating actually just be free be a free fucking spirit be as free as possible when you're letting someone talk to you and guess what just like clay every single time you have a conversation with someone build yourself back up and if you have a consistent piece of art every single time well guess what you know the kind of artist you are you know and i guess that's a a nice little we talked about a lot of a lot of things today i know i feel like this one was just like creative creative thoughts in my head were coming as i was thinking about the my own my own problems right and things i needed to work on in my life that it made me feel like why don't i talk about like like almost like why i feel like being a victim and like mental illness and all the things i i feel like sometimes are almost stains on my 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 clothes and and i guess like my own head that why is it that I feel like it stops me or it makes me feel like I almost need to preface that I am that before I feel like I can't do things to myself. Like I'm like, oh, you know, you want to do that, but you can't because you're technically like not well in the head. It's like, oh, bitch, get the fuck up and do it. Like, maybe it's just I needed to hear it, you know, anyway. Yeah, sometimes we just have to extract what's in our own head. And that's, you know, some of this 
also is to help others and also self-discovery, I think, for ourselves. So, and, you know, I think this is a excellent way to close. uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's a little, a little self, self confession. This is actually episode number 25. So it's kind of a big milestone for us. Oh, I didn't even keep track, to be honest. And so I think this is a, a nice little, you know, wrap up for today's episode. And we'll see you soon. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye.